Kobe Trice. Real name, no gimmicks. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Podcast presented by Freight Train Studios. As always, it's your boy, Mr. Lux Rider. Yeah, there. And I'm joined, as always, as always, by my lovely, wonderful, wonderful, y'all say it with me, wonderful co host, Mr. Cam Clutch. What it do, man? Oh, this Daytona we race. Reached, we have reached episode 20. Ooh. Before we get into that, we've reached episode 20. Those are keys. And it's technically episode 30 overall of everything we've been doing, but it's 20 of the freight of the around the outside podcast. That's exactly it. So thank congratulations to us. Well, pat on the back. You made it to episode 20. Let's go. Are you folks listening? Um, thank you so much. And we picked a great race to cover for our 20th episode. Yes, we did. The playoffs for the Cup Series have been set. And Captain, we made it in. Bubba made it in, baby. Let's go. Hell yeah. Woo. And Captain gets an award for predicting it way back when. When did you call this? This was like, what, two, three months ago? It was a hot take. The bubble would make it just on points. And he did just that. And Captain, I know you were at a bar watching the race, right? I was, I was. Dude, it was wild. I was like, people, so a lot of people were watching like preseason football as well. And they were like freaking out that I was yelling and getting so into it. It was insane. (laughs) They thought you were freaking out about the game, not the race. They're like, what's you doing? Like, they did not convert on third down. I'm like, no, look at the race. Like, that's insane. (laughs) I was making it. So, if you thought you were excited, um, did you hear the radio of Bubba Wallace after after the race? No, I didn't. Oh my god! So, so he was just like, "Oh my god!" He was like yelling. He's like, "Yeah!" <laughs> he lifted. He lifted <laughs> off before the line. I don't know if you you knew that. He lifted before the line. Oh, he did. Yeah, in the moment he knew it was going to be the six hundred seventeen, he lifted, and he almost got run over by Corey LaJoy. <laughs> <laughs> like to the point where, where the point where he was like when the point it was I think it was Freddie Kraft that said like easy Jesus Jesus easy because he almost got ran over but he was hyped up <laughs> to the point of he also said I've never been more happier for uh, I've never loved Chris Buescher more than I do today it's like I might forgive him for Dover now <laughs> but no um, but it was a great moment honestly this is the one race where Chris Buescher won, but I don't think I could care less. 
sorry for Chris Buescher fans out there. I could care less. Because the big story, the two big stories was Bubba made it in and that big crash on the back straightaway. With oh, man, that was a scary crap. one. That was scary. I remember, so, Captain, I don't know where what your emotions were at Barb when you saw that. But I was in here in our Discord watching it, and immediately I went silent. And as soon as that car landed down on the wheels, you can credit to, I think it was Transformer and uh, David Dunn who were listening to us, listening, watching with me. Immediately, my first words was window net, window net, window net, window net, window net. I was glued to that window net waiting for it to drop. It did not drop, and it started to scare me. Right. Like He rolled so many times, too. Like, what, 14 times? For those who don't know, sorry. Yeah. For those who don't know, though, dropping the window net after a big wreck is the universal sign from the driver to the safety crews and everyone watching that I'm okay. That is the number one sign. Hey, I'm good. Get me out of here. Like, whatever. So when a big accident happens, that's the first thing you look at is, does, does the window net come down? It didn't come down. Now, yeah. I think that was because I think, didn't they say he like hurt his hand or something like that? Uh, I know. Um, he, I think he was winded. Yeah, he was winded. So he probably got the, the wind knocked out of him. That's probably what, what the case of it was. He probably got the holy wind knocked out of him. I mean, it makes but, sense. Um, How many times he flipped? Yeah. Yeah. For those, for, I've listened to um, drivers who flipped and what they said afterwards. When you're in the air, it's quiet. It's just wind and it's quiet. That's not the part of the flip you're worried about. It's when you hit that does that energy. But the good news is the more pieces you see fly off a car, as bad as the violence is, that's a good thing, Captain. You know that, right? Because mm-hmm. it disperses the energy from the, away from the cockpit. So right. the tires and everything, that's Basically, it's almost like shedding weight. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but the good news is he they he walked away under his own power. I believe they put him on a stretcher, but he was and that night he was able actually able to tweet. You got to be tough to be a race car driver. So apparently everything's good. He's good. He got released from the hospital Monday morning, I believe it was. Yeah, I think he had to stay the night. Um, yeah, he had to stay the night, but he got released the next day. So very very happy. Um, and glad he is okay. But um, yeah, definitely a scary ride. And I mentioned this, Kevin. Did you know the next gen cars only flipped three times? Do you know what all three of those three, all three of those flips have in common, Kevin? Uh, they were no Fords. All of them were Fords. What? All three next gen flips since the introduction of the car have all been Fords. Harrison Burton at the 2022. Daytona 500, um, Chris Buescher at the Coke 60, Coke 600 that that 2022, and then Ryan Priest last weekend. All three of them in Fords. And all three of them in three separate four teams. Wood Brothers, Roush, and Stuart Haas. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is. It makes you wonder if there's some with you know or something, you know? So you know what? If you're Rick Ware racing, you are you are nervous come town day. <laughs> right. If you're Rick Ware racing, you're you're looking at Talladega like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but yeah, so, um, but nonetheless, like I said, joking aside, we are glad that he is okay and looks like he'll be racing this weekend. If they do need to replace, I'm sure they'll probably get Cole Custer to hop in that 41 car. If they do, how ironic would be, how funny would that be? If the guy who, if the guy who replaced Cole Custer, if Cole Custer has replaced the guy who replaced him in 41 for one race a weekend, that would be awkward. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, nonetheless, um, so anyway, good race. Um, Bubble Walsh finished, I think, 12th and got it in via. At one point, honestly, after the big wreck, which do you what was your thoughts on the big one that happened earlier in the race at the end of stage two, I believe? I mean, really, I was just happy Bubble wasn't in it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Bubba <laughs> came thing. to a complete stop. He came to a complete stop. I don't know if you saw that. Uh-uh. He literally, like, I think it was the 36 was the nuisance because 37 just kept coming down in the track further and further in front of Bubba. And Freddie's like, down, 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 down. Check up, check up. Just stop, stop, stop. Just stop, just stop. <laughs> Bubba came to a complete stop, turned right around Riley Herbst and just kept going. <laughs> so... But yeah, Freddie and them do the, their job. That helped Bubba get to a point of where he nobody else was close enough to point outpoint him. So at that point, as long as they didn't have a new winner, Bubba was in. Chris Buescher delivered that blow to knock Bubba into the playoffs. And the 2020 champion, Captain, and NASCAR's golden boy has missed the playoffs. Chase Elliott has missed the playoffs. Insanity. Insanity. It's not even just one hundred driver out neither. Two of them, Bowman. And it's funny enough how it was the two drivers that got hurt doing extra outside the track activities. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a big like. For those wondering, for those. Oh yeah, you go. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. But um, I saw a lot of people be like, "Oh well, Bubba wouldn't have got in if if Bowman and." If Chase Elliott didn't get hurt, yeah, what does that have to do with him, though? Right. Chase, Bubba didn't, Bubba didn't tell Chase, hey, man, I got this great snowboarding trail you should check out. Go check it out. Bubba didn't do that. Right. Bubba, Bubba didn't tell Chase Elliott when you're coming off turn four to hook Danny Hamlin right in the wall and set out a week. He didn't do that. True. That was Chase himself. And also Chase and Bowman had an opportunity to win you win, you're in, and Multiple neither of them could get it opportunities. done. Multiple, and I mean, hell, we had two, we had back-to-back road course races. Chase's yeah. bread and butter, and the then Hendrick cars. All active drivers for road course wins, and he fumbled the bag not once but twice. So, say what you want, only where. Bubba, when Bubba, they did what they needed to do, and at the end of the day, that's what it talks about. I said this earlier. That 23 team, they have a very championship care championship winning characteristic. That team does not give up no matter what. That 23 team will turn a bad day into a good day. And um so yeah, so honestly, Bubba Wallace and a team like I said, they did everything they needed to. They went, he gained four points on the cut line. I can't say this enough, Captain. He gained four points on the cut line at his worst 
track on the schedule, Captain. At a road course. A track where you had a previous best finish of, I think, like 22nd. He was able to gain four points on the cut line. Wow. Right. Like, that was huge. Like, remember how much pride he had afterwards? And, every, and justifiably so. Ran a great mm-hmm. race. He got stage points, not on strategy, both, on speed. On both, in both stages, too. Mm-hmm. Both stages. So, yeah, congratulations to that team. Um, I think he joins, our, and it's funny, we talk about RFK, the battle between RFK. He joins RFK as the only two, 2311 joins the RFK as the only two teams with multiple drivers have all their drivers in the playoffs. The only ones. Hendrick's missing some. Joe Gibbs is missing some. Stuart Haas is missing some. Um, RCR is missing some. Who else is missing some? As multiple teams. Um, yeah. So they're the only ones. 2311 and RFK are the only ones to have all their drivers in the playoffs. So oh. definitely shout out. Now, switching gears to the Xfinity race that had a classic and classic finish. By the way, Captain. The Xfinity series at Daytona, when they come back for the second race of the year, like that night race, they always put on a show. Yeah, they do. They always do. Like when you think of Earnhardt driving, Junior driving the Wrangler number three to win the first race for the COT for the next gen Xfinity car. I think that was back in what, 2000? Oh, God. 12, I think it was. It was 12 it was or 13. Back, back there, yeah. Yeah, 2012 or whatever. But. That was a great finish. You talk about the battle between Casey Kane and Regan Smith at Daytona. And we got another classic one. And God damn it, Kevin Sheldon Creed was so close. Did you watch it all or do my or I was not it? able to see the Xfinity race, so did you at I, least see the like the finish though? Dude, from what I saw, it looked hella close. It was 0. 0.005 was a margin of victory. What? That was how close Sheldon Creed was to getting his first career Xfinity Series win. Oh, man. I mean, like, I saw it was close, but point zero zero five zero five five thousandths of a second. Goodness. Man. It was funny because, honestly, I thought when they went to the trial oval, I thought Sheldon got the good... Um, I think when they went through the short shoot coming up there, I thought Sheldon got the good side draft to kind of like press off and push ahead. But then Al Geyer just did right, one right back at right at the right time. And Al Geyer, man, he is that crafty veteran of the Xfinity series. That man is, I think he's got to be in his 30s now, I think. You think he's like 36 or something like that. Let me check a look real quick. Got anything to say though? Um, while I take this look, put this up. You know, while you're looking that up, I do want to say that Daytona once again had some pretty damn good ratings. Uh, looks like a lot of people watched it, so that was pretty cool. No surprise there. Uh, also, it was a pretty good turnout for crowds. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually, I mean, it's not the Daytona 500, so it's not going to be as big as the Daytona 500 crowd, but it was still a really good turnout. I guess it was the best since like 2013, like the largest crowd for the the summer Daytona race. So yeah. um, Algar is 37 years old. Okay. 37 years old. And when you think about all the young get- cats in that Xfinity series, 37 years old, man, that's that's up there, man. That's that's up there. 
He has 21 wins. This rest race was his 21st victory. And this weekend when they start, he will actually make his 400th Xfinity Series start. 400th. 400th Xfinity Series start. He was um used to be racing for – he's racing for everyone. He's racing for Penske, Turner Scott. Um, and But he's always had the same sponsor. Brand has been with that kid, that guy, for so long. So, but um, but yeah, Al Geyer gets it done being a crafty veteran. He needs more respect. I think we, we, I think he needs more respect as an Xfinity Series driver. Um, I put him up there with some of the most, some of the best Xfinity Series drivers of all time because of just his longevity. You know, not a lot of people can continue to be that good for that long you know what i mean 100 percent. i mean you think of some of the guys in the ranks like for truck series two who are just those lifers who just had that grind right who just stay there like like, hamilton type of guys yeah right with that win he actually with that win he is now 14th all time for xfinity series wins and he's got a Couple of notable guys who he's tied with for 14th. You know the two guys he's tied with for 14th all-time Xfinity Series wins. Who? Um, some some old geezer named Harry Gant. What? And some <laughs> dude with some dude with a mustache named Dale Earnhardt. No. Dale Earnhardt has it, Justin Allgaier and Dale Earnhardt are tied with 21 wins in Xfinity Series. I didn't realize Earnhardt had that many. Yeah, I thought he was 21 wins. Oh, um, Junior actually had. Three more. Junior had 24. Dude, Junior crushed so, the Xfinity Series. Of course, well, nobody's touching Kyle Busch's wins of 102. Nobody's touching Kyle Busch's 102. Honestly, I can see just now, Geyer, getting up into... I can... It depends on how much longer he races, but mm-hmm. I can see him getting up into, like, close outside the top five. Like, fifth right now is Carl Edwards with 38 wins. I can see him getting about 34, 35. I can definitely see that. Dude's dude's really good. Yeah. But um, but, but yeah, so Xfinity series was a great race. And they their their battle for the playoffs is is just as tight. Um Riley Herbst came in right above the right at the cut line. I'm looking at his um at their playoff standings right now. And right as of right now. Parker Kligerman is plus 20 over Riley Herbst, who is minus 20. And then you got Brandon Jones, who is minus 88. So oh. it is definitely tight there. Um, and as for the regular season championship, oh boy, it's tight between Austin Hill and John Hart Nemechek and Justin Algar. I think Austin Hill has 919 points. And... John Hunter Neiman Tech has 891 and Algar 892. So they're really close. So it's definitely heating up. But anyway, um, that is anything else to recap, Daytona? Yeah, real quick. I just want to mention the top 10 for the Cup Series race. Of course, we had mm-hmm. Chris Buescher who won second place. The other RFK car, Brad Keselowski. So that's really one, cool to see them get 1-2. Uh, Eric Almarola in third. Yep, Eric Almarola with the top that, five. Good for him. Eric Almarola in 
Chase, I think it was Chase Briscoe, they were like for a majority of that race, the top two guys to beat. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but it's good to see an SHR car be there at the end. Uh right. Chase Elliott. Not right. Uh Joey Logano fifth, Alex Bowman sixth, Kyle Bush seventh, Willie B, my predictor to win, came eighth. Uh, Kevin Harvick in ninth, and then Corey LaJoy in tenth. Corey LaJoy got himself a top ten, and what's crazy is Ty Dillon, his teammate, finished eleventh. That is crazy. At one point, Ty Dillon had a shot to win, and that would have scared the shit out of me. That would be insanity. That would be insanity, definitely. Shout out to Austin Hill and Chandler Smith finishing fourteenth and thirteenth. Two Xfinity guys coming up in racing there. Um, yeah. So definitely a good race as far as the Xfinity Series race goes. Um, obviously, Justin Allgaier won. Sheldon Creed finished second. Daniel Hemrick third. Parker Kligerman fourth. Custer in fifth. Shout out to Ryan Sieg in the sixth. Rhett Parker Redsclaff in seventh. Anthony Alfredo, Fast Pasta, finished eighth. Ray Galding, the only surviving Wawa car that didn't have damage. <laughs> 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 like literally four of the five wall wall cars got taken on like the lap 41 big one that's a shame um and hey, then hey, just you know what they said after that finished. you know what they said after that rick lux what 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 oh shut up get the <laughs> oh my god you're i can't with you right now um <laughs> jordan anderson with um michael with um larry McReynolds on the pit box came home 15th but um, yeah, overall, very fun weekend. But now it is time for the news when we get back news. on the other side. And we got some very nice news that I cannot wait to share. All right, you guys ready? See you on the other side. Adios. Hey, thanks for listening to the Round the Outside podcast presented by Freight Train Studios. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at FreightrainCCB. There, you'll also find a link to our All My Links page where you can check out our YouTube channel. Thanks so much for your support, and back to the show. Welcome back to the Around the Outside podcast, presented by Freight Train Studios. And Cabin, you know what time it is? It's time for the news. And news, and I was going to surprise this one for you. And our kickoff, because this is big news. I'm ready. We're talking I'm ready. about the 2011 and the Joe Gibbs, the whole Denny Hamlin thing going on. Mm-hmm. Joe Gibbs talked on Tuesday, NASC Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio, and said, and I quote, hopefully there's going to be something announced here real quick. I'm talking about Denny Hamlin's contract renewal. So yeah. it seems like we are just moments, maybe days away to um, hearing the announcement that he will be um, back with Joe Gibbs Racing. And basically, and for those who don't know, if he's back with Joe Gibbs Racing, that means 2311 staying with Toyota. And honestly, I think Steve Lavetta, I, th- I hope I said his name right because he followed, he likes to my post, Lavetta, I think it was him. But the 10 president of 2311 says their plan is to stick with Toyota for next year. So. Denny Hamlin ain't going anywhere, guys. You know, guys got more more time with that number eleven Denny Hamlin Toyota Camry. Da, da, da. Get used to it. 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 
They can boo his rock. They can boo his rock at the, the racetrack. The Pocono. <laughs> um, speaking of Joe Gibbs Racing, more news on there. Joe Gibbs Racing has swapped pickers for Christopher Bell and Ty Gibbs ahead of the playoffs this weekend. And, Gavin, I think you know why they did that. Why did they do that, Lux? Come on, really? Do I have to spell it out for you? Ty Gibbs, the pick crew, has been lights out this year. Matter yeah. of fact, they set the record for fastest pit stop. Eight so, with them, no being, with them no longer being in the playoffs, give it to their, give it to their one team that needs the help, and that is Christopher Bell. So, exactly. very friendly. Um, obviously, the team, Gibbs, the pick crew, also won the pick crew challenge this year, so definitely helpful there. A little fun fact, you know, too, that 54 because... Big Crew is known as the Monstars. The Monstars, baby. Now, here's the, the Bells funniest teamed thing up about... with the Monstars, man. Here is the funniest thing about the um, the Christopher Bell pit skit, um, Christopher Bell pit crew. I think Gibbs will have a family member pitting for him because I think Jackson Gibbs is. is it, yeah, isn't that like his baby. cousin? Like Ty's yeah, so cousin. I think he'll have his cousin as the front tire changer for his team. That's wild. How cool would that be? That's so That'd cool. That'd be kind of cool. I think he played uh, Ball State. I was a linebacker or something like that. Yep. Um, Jackson Gibbs, the son of JD, and, of course, Ty is the son of Coy. So, yeah, two cousins. But, you know, but you know if Ty, if Coy, if um, Jackson ever screws up on Ty Gibbs' pick crew, that's going to be really awkward Thanksgiving dinner. They'll be sitting. Can you imagine us sitting around the table? Like, all right, what are we thankful for? I'm thankful for having a cousin who's an idiot who cost me the race. <laughs> no, Ty, Ty wouldn't do that. Ty, Ty, Ty strikes me as a guy who would just, just at the table, if Jackson asked for something, just be petty during it and like. Oh, yeah. Let's say Jackson like let's say Jackson like drops the love nut. He'll like Jackson be like, "Hey man, can you pass the salt?" He'll like give him like get him right to his hand and then be drop it right in front of him. Like, oh, sorry, my bad, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but he can say something be, super. I, what's up? I was gonna say he could say something super sneaky like, "Man, I'm glad I kept my career around because I'd hate to have lost my career driving." <laughs> Something goes wrong. Yeah, he could be savage. I don't think he'd do that though. Yeah, Ty's 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 a good boy. Ty's a good boy. Yeah. Oh well, not according to NASCAR fans, he isn't. But uh, he, he's 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 all right. He's all right. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, so no, that is news there. Also, more got some news. throwbacks. Throwbacks this weekend. Uh, as yeah. Alpha Prime has announced that they will be running three throwback schemes this weekend um, for the 44, for the 43, 44, and 45 car. And, Captain, what are they throwing back to? Petty Enterprises. Dude, you, you should yep. see me right now. I got a huge-ass smile on my face. Like I bet you do. Dude, so, so uh, Petty Enterprises, for those of you who don't know, uh, these schemes herald to 2001, back when Dodge first returned to NASCAR after like a 30-some-odd-year hiatus. And Petty Enterprises had switched to Dodge, and they had three drivers, John Andretti, 
Kyle Petty and Buckshot Jones. Jones. S-tier name right there. But anyways, they're copying the schemes, so, right? Yeah. Um, Ryan Ellis will be driving the number 43 Southern Elevator Chevrolet that's modeled after the um, 43 to John Andretti race that year in 2001. Um, Dawson Cram will be in the 44. I think it's Dawson Cram, yeah. It says Leland Honeyman on the website, but it's Dawson Cram. He'll be in the Titan number 44. And Roger Carruth will be in the number 45, throwing it back to the number 45. And you know what I love about this, Captain Miss? They got the number fonts correct. Yes. Yes, they did. They got and even and even and even what makes it even better because I'm looking at the um, the 2001 paint schemes to kind of like compare it, compare them to it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Let me go down to the number 44 for it. I'm looking. I'm kind of looking at it. So it was a Cher- Cheerios, right? I think it was. Uh, yeah, Cheerios. Hang on, John Andretti. Nope. Yeah, hang on. It was it wasn't the Honey Nut Cheerios? It was was it Cheerios? Yeah, it was the Cheerios. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm I'm screwing up. Anyway, they have the um the side, the low the the sponsor logo is thumbed up is like fonted up like the Pop Secret logo on the side. That was on the forty three. So um, <laughs> so that's kind of cool and accurate. Um, and then of course the forty four is dumbed up like the Georgia Pacific. I think it was the Georgia Pacific car that they did. Yeah, the Georgia Pacific um, 44 driven by Buckshot Jones. Um, and then the 45 is dumbed up like the Sprint car, which is kind of cool too. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. I love the Sprint car. The 45 Sprint car for years, I just loved the way it looked. It was a really smooth paint scheme for the years it ran. Like it was just. What is that? What, what would you consider your favorite of the three, Captain? Of the three? Oh yeah. man, that's tough. I, I'd have to go with the forty-five that Raja's got. That black and red, just that old Sprint Dodge. It always was mm-hmm. in the back and never did anything. But damn, did it look good? Because that. What about you, Lux? What? 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 Huh? Sorry. No. Anyway, um, <laughs> as far as the four, the the four I like. Um, yeah. I gotta love. I love the forty four. The forty four. Just the American flag draped over it. Mm-hmm. Just looks cool. So I gotta go with the forty four. But I did like the forty five as well. Um, but yeah. So that is news for the Xfinity Series wise. That's awesome. Really cool to see them throw back there. And honestly, I think NASCAR. I think I think NASCAR is doing one thing where I would love to see NASCAR run two throwback weekends because. Even though it, this weekend's race is called the Crown Royal Presents Darlington Labor Day Weekend, we all know it's the Southern 500. We all know that's the Southern 500. That's what this race is. Come on now. Screw that. But, yeah, so speaking about more news going on this week, um, Matty D announced today he will be leaving Rackley Rare Racing. I think it was, that's what it's called, right? Um forget what the official name is of the team. I think it's like Brackley Ware. I forget what it is. I always get it wrong. But um, anyway, Matty D will be leaving his truck series team to go right to, and he doesn't really have any plans, actually, for next year. He just announced he's stepping away, so we will see what the future holds for uh, Matty D. He doesn't have any plans for 2024. 
But that does come open up a 25 ride for the truck series. So another ride opened up in the truck series. Um, penalties for time Jeski this weekend at Milwaukee Mile. That was another thing we didn't cover on the segment one come the race at Milwaukee Mile for the truck series. The first race back there in, since 2009. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't and, talk about that one much. Yeah. And just, you know, it, this week was really good. When we heard about the news of GMS shutting down at the end of the season. Well, they proved this weekend they ain't done yet. Because Grant Infinger parked that son of a bitch in victory lane. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. At Milwaukee Mile. Now, the funniest thing is, Ty Majeski got points, got a points penalty for um, after this weekend. However, this is just perfect time to get a penalty because it doesn't matter that it's a points penalty because the team was already locked into the next round via winning at, at Indianapolis. So, <laughs> basically, this penalty does nothing. It is a penalty that literally does nothing whatsoever. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, great, great win for Grant Hidden Finger. And honestly, another we're talking about Justin Allgaier, how he deserves more respect for the way he races in the Xfinity series. Just mm-hmm. Grant Infinger doesn't get enough credit for how good of a truck series driver he is. He's definitely one of those old Wiley veterans as well. Uh, like I said, I don't think he gets enough respect for that. But um, any other news you got, Captain? Other thing I want to mention to Mr. Carson Hosabar. Going to be mm-hmm. driving number 42. Carson Hosabar making his second cup start this weekend, driving number 42 in for Legacy Motor Club. I'm definitely excited about that. We'll talk more about that when we get to our race review. Yes, sir. But for those, for my gamers who are – Still play NASCAR Heat 5, which I don't blame you because, honestly, I think it was one of the last great NASCAR games to come out was NASCAR Heat 5. There is a mod added where you can update to the 2023 season um, where you can race 2023. Oh, my God, I can't speak words today. 2023 cars. To be fair, that's a lot to talk about. 2023 was a lot of numbers. But... Gavin, there's a couple of surprise drivers on that on that um roster for 2023 update. Such as such as, of course, you got SVG in the 91 for Trackhouse. Mm-hmm. You got Kimmy Raikkonen in the 91 as well. Dog. And then you got Kurt Bush in the 67 2311 car. And then they what's up? The dogs. Yep, and then you added. Then they added something that I guarantee you, if it ever came to fruition, NASCAR Twitter or NASCAR X, whatever NASCAR social media will lose its collective minds. Minds, yeah, it would be insanity. And that is, they added in another driver for the sixty-seven for twenty-three eleven. This time, it's old because Edwards in the sixty-seven eras. Oh my goodness. If Dude, when that you first happened, told me that, it blew my mind. If like, that happened, actually happened. Could you imagine I, the old Roush fans getting pissy about it? Like, oh, man. Roush fans will be upset. Um, every 2311 haters will be upset. Oh, my God. It'd be insane. But if there's anybody who could call, coax Carl Edwards out of retirement, it's Denny. Denny's that smooth right? talker. 
And you know, I bet he's still got that driver in him too. Oh yeah. I, here's the thing is, I think the reason Carl Edwards showed by the, when he went, came back for the 75 greatest driver thing at Darlington. And then he came back to accept that, um, whatever award he got at gateway. He, I think he said the reason why he stayed away was because he knew if he came back, he would get the bug again. So hopefully those two races back gave him the bug. And Carl, we miss you so much. We miss you so much, Carl. Daniel Hemrick adopted your backflip celebration, but he doesn't win enough. <laughs> you don't see it that often anymore. He doesn't win enough. God. Anyway, but yeah. So that is, so if you have NASCAR Heat 5 for the PC on Steam, definitely download the um, 2023 update. Definitely. Anything else you got, Captain? That's all I got for this segment. All right. And now it is time. We're going to say goodbye and we're going to get ready for the final, final rundown. rundown. See you on the other side. Hey, do you know I also stream on Twitch? Make sure to follow me at twitch.tv slash luxrider. And now it's time for the final rundown. Back to the show. Welcome back to the On the Outside podcast presented by Freight Train Studios. And Captain, it's time for the final rundown, baby. Hell yeah. And this weekend, we are at Darlington, the Lady in Black. We have returned to the Lady in Black, Captain. For the Southern 500, one of the crown jewels of NASCAR. It is definitely one of the crown jewels, but even though... This is, even though it's unfortunately it's not called the Southern 500, it is officially called this weekend's race. It's officially called the Labor Day weekend at Darlington Raceway, presented by Crown Royal. What a mouthful. Just say the Southern 500. Oh, yeah, just call it Southern 500. Southern 500. I remember when Bojangles used to sponsor it. Because <laughs> that, that was really the Southern 500. Bojangles sponsored the Bojangles Southern 500. <laughs> <laughs> you can't think of anything more southern. <laughs> um, I don't know if we covered this when we reviewed when we last went there, but I'm just gonna go over it again. Lap record for Xfinity for the Cup Series is Denny Hamlin in 2018 with 28.3. Brian Blaney in Xfinity for 29.1, and Truck Series John Hunter Nemechek at 29.39. So that. And also, I mean, and I was just going to talk about how the track's kind of kind of goofy shaped, right? It is egg shaped. It's tight. It's wide. It's like extended on turns one and two, but turns three and four, it's tight, very yep. very tight. So, yep. And that trickiness it kind of lulls drivers sometimes because you get into this pattern, and if you get caught off guard and don't time it right, you bump the wall. And what's that ball bump it, called? What the what's the wall? The wall bump is known as the Darlington Stripe. Darlington Stripe. And we are going to see it. It's inevitable. Even like the best drivers in the world can get a Darlington Stripe. Always happens. The Darlington Stripe. Be on the lookout for that. The lady in black does not discriminate. No, she don't. (laughs) The lady in black does not discriminate. Um, So this weekend we got the Cup and Xfinity Series there. Notable names for the Xfinity Series race this weekend. You have... Um, Kyle Busch will be in the 10, making his final start in the Xfinity Series this year. The 17 is back for Hendrick Motorsports, and this weekend it will be Kyle Larson 
behind the wheel of the 17. Corey Heim keeping busy, driving number 24 for Sam Hunt Racing. Obviously, we talked about it earlier, the, the three Alpha Prime cars of Sage Karam. Um, no, it's not Sage Karam. It's Dawson Cram, Roger Carruth, and um, Ryan Ellis. will be in the three throwback Alpha Prime cars. And then I believe you have Ross Chastain as well in the... Hang on, hang on. Now, now I'm confused because... On the website, it said that the 19 will be Denny Hamlin. However, now I'm reading it's it's going to be Trevor Bain. No, it's it's going to be Denny Hamlin because I remember Trevor Bain is not going to be back in the car until Bristol. And then he'll be in there for Texas. So, yeah. So, I think it would be Denny Hamlin in the 19 this week okay. as well. So, Man. Small confusion there. So, small confusion there. Sorry. The The... We I've never the entry lists are completely different than what they originally posted out, so keep that with a grain of salt. But nonetheless, that is for Xfinity series and Captain. Time to flip a coin because we both know who each of us want to pick. <laughs> so call it. Tails never fails. All right. Where did it go? <laughs> I lost the coin. I lost the coin. No, I, I shit you not. I literally actually lost it. It literally just like I flipped it, and then it went somewhere, and now I don't know where it is. All right, wow. I'm gonna say that that was a tails. I'm gonna say it was heads. <laughs> so that's cheating. Fight me. I'm gonna see it. Okay, right, okay. Man, I got, I got, I got, I got a penny. 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 Oh, was this one too, man? All right, three, two, one. You said tails. Tails. All right. You went. That's right. Legitimate. That's right. Tails never fails. Right. God, who is Mr. your man picking? Hamlin, the boss man. <laughs> Damn. Okay. 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 I'll yep, give you that one. Yep. I'm good. I got to pick him, right? Like, okay. Boss and man. who's your dark horse? Uh, am I allowed to do Austin Hill? Is that allowed? I mean, it's not really dark horse, but go ahead. Yeah, it's not really dark horse. I'll just do Parker Redscliffe again. All right. No chance. I'm just. Throwing that one out there. Who you got? For me, my main pick. Oh, God. It's hard. It's really hard. But actually, no. I'm going to make this easier on myself. Because he's back. And the last time he was in the Xfinity Series at Darlington, he won. Give me Kyle Larson. Oh, okay. Kyle Larson at 17. Hendrick Motorsports car. Greg Ives on the pick rocks. Come on now. As far as my dark horse. Heim time, baby. Give me Corey Heim. All right. Give all right. Me, give me Corey Heim. So then now so it's time. To get the honors for Cup, right? I, I get to go first for Cup. As far as my main pick, and I'm still right under your nose. Matter of fact, I'm going to double up with my Larson. I'm going to go Kyle Larson. Oh. Oh, okay. I'm going to double up. This man, if it was not for Ross Chastain, I believe this man would have won earlier this year. So give me Kyle Larson to win. As far as my dark horse, give me the defending winner of this race. This man has won twice at Darlington, including last year. That Legacy Motor Club team has been getting faster each week. Ooh. Give me that Jones boy, Eric Jones. Oh, yeah. That'd be a Man, that's a dark horse. That's a good fucking dark horse, Lux. 
Hey, man. Damn. That team has been getting faster the last couple of weeks. Matter of fact, I want to say he's finished really well the last couple of weeks. I, think I nearly like changed top, my fantasy lineup after you said that. I was like, that's – you're on I'm, I'm doing it, too. Don't, don't, don't feel <laughs> – I'm doing the same thing. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to say my main pick is, was uh, Willie B. Um, Willie B, he's okay. He's been really freaking fast this whole year. Yep. So, I, Who's I, your I dark horse? doing it again. Uh, Dark Horse, now that's a little bit harder, though, because you took a good one. So I'm going to go with Corey LaJoy because he's also in a Chevy. Chevys have had a lot of speed at Darlington. Um, His pit crew's getting better. And maybe, you know, Lady in Black dances with some people and the uh, crowd's a little thinned and Corey takes advantage of it. All right. That's a good pick. So yeah, also notable. I'm excited to see what Corey, what um, Carson Hosefar can do this weekend in the 42. We saw how good he did in his Cup Series debut. Outran Corey, outran Corey LaJoy in a Hendrick Number Nine car in Number Seven Spire car. So, um, excited to see what Carson can do this weekend in his second career Cup start. Hey, congrats! Um, definitely, definitely. So that's a notable name, but. Honestly, that's going to be me really short for predictions. But now, instead of our usual hot takes, I'm going to switch up, Kevin. I'm going to switch up. You ready? All right. We're going to go with your biggest NASCAR or motorsports-related what-if. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Like, you want to go first or should I go first? What? I was asking who, who you want to go first. Um... I'll go first. I'll go first because mine's a good one. Okay. Okay. So, my what if is what if Red Bull Racing never shut down? Ooh. Think about it. When they first started, of course, they were a bit of a joke. You know, they missed a lot of races with AJ Allmendinger and then Brian Vickers. But in the later parts of their, of their life, they weren't a top team, but they were a mid tier team, you know? Mm-hmm. They were running around the mid-pack. Brian Vickers was getting solid mid-pack finishes. Casey Kane obviously won the penultimate race of Red Bull Racing existence at Phoenix in the number four. And that year, 2011, was really a year where Casey actually be- made that Red Bull team a little bit more competitive than he usually is because he contended for a good amount of wins in 2011 driving that number four Red Bull Toyota. So I think what if they never shut down? You know, what if they found or helped develop another talent? You know, what drivers could they have today? Maybe, um, maybe Corey Heim. They were still, maybe they could get the services of Corey Heim, you know, et cetera, this, et cetera, that. Would they be just as good as 2311? Would 2311 exist? If it's still around. Um, definitely a lot of winners, but I think, I think that team. If they would have stuck around for a couple of years, I think they were on the up climb and they just cut out, cut it off. I could see that. I could definitely see that. So yeah, that is one of my biggest NASCAR what ifs. All right. What you? One of my biggest what if. Mm-hmm. What if Jeff Gordon had accepted Ray Evernham's offer to join Evernham with Dodge? God. Because here's the thing. Jeff Gordon could win won a championship without Ray Evernham. 
But when he was with Ray Everham, he had 13 win seasons. Right. And if he continued that with the Dodge Factory support, how many and we saw how good Bill Elliott was. We saw how good Bill Elliott was. That Everham Motorsports saved the back half of Bill Elliott's career. 100% it did, yeah. So and I'm not saying Bill was bad, but like I think Jeff Gordon at that time had more talent than Bill. Oh yeah, at that time, yeah, hell of a, yeah, um, definitely. Another thing I want to take off of, and I'm gonna I'm gonna raise you on this one. What hmm. if Jeff Gordon did not move over to Hendrick Motorsports after his Xfinity Series days, and instead moved to Cup with with um Bill Davis Racing? Oh man. For those who don't know, I don't think you would have Jeff been Gordon, successful. Jeff Gordon, for those who don't know, Jeff Gordon initially had a plan to move up to Cup Series with Ford and Wood Brothers and um, Bill Davis Racing. He ran the Baby Ruth number from one Ford Thunderbird in what is now called the NASCAR Xfinity Series. And he was supposed to move up, but he moved over to Hendrick Motorsports instead. What if? What if? What if? So, Captain, anything you have to say before we clock out for this episode, the 20th episode of Around the Outside Podcast? Do you have anything else? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Looking forward to watching Darlington with you. And I unfortunately will not. I will be working. Damn it. I will unfortunately <laughs> not be working. I will be missing. I will probably catch the Xfinity Series race. But um, for those who are interested... Saturday night, I will be making my grand return to Twitch this Saturday as I will be streaming um, our Fade Train Fantasy Football drafts live on Twitch like I did last year. We had a lot of fun last year. We're doing this again. Our yeah. first time streaming on Twitch in a long time. So definitely check it out. Twitch.tv slash Lux Rider. That's Rider with R-Y-D-E-R, not R-I. But anything else? You got nothing else, Captain? That's all I got, sir. All right, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of the Around the Outside podcast. Thank you all for listening for 20 episodes, and we'll see you next week for episode 21, and we Hell recap yeah. what happened at the Lady in Black. Godspeed, right on, right and shoot, shoot, bitches. bitches, adios. Adios. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Guess who's